Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe, we have an amazing guest today, Sammy. She is such a deep, beautiful, incredible soul. Her and I actually met a little over a year ago in a mediumship mastermind group, and I connected immediately with her energy. I'm pretty sure she was the first one in that mediumship group to actually give me a reading And everything she said was so spot on. So I always immediately trusted her since then. So I know you guys are going to feel that deep connection, that that trust within her, especially her such strong intuitive abilities and, and deep wisdom. So a little bit about Sammy. She is a holy fire, angelic, Reiki trained practitioner. She specializes working with the Akashic Records, past life healing, and clearing. She works with people who are old souls and have a lot of karma to release in this lifetime, as well as other healers and intuitives. She loves shadow work, bringing out the darker aspects to heal moving forward. We really dove deep. Uh, Sammy is a Libra like me, and you're going to hear me mention that a bunch of times because I I love I love everybody, but especially Libras, if you're a Libra listening to this, we just have such depth. Uh, so we're really able to see things from all kinds of perspectives. And Sammy talks a lot about some of her trauma that she's gone through, how she's been through a lot of trauma, and how she has turned her trauma into her power, into her purpose. So I'm really excited. You're going to want to stay around for this entire episode. And before we dive in, if you haven't left a review, please leave a review if you find value in today's episode. If you leave a review, screenshot it and either send me on Instagram a screenshot of your five-star rating and the review or email it to me at truevibewellness.com at gmail.com. The links will be in the show notes for that. And you're going to be entered into a giveaway, a one-on-one 90-minute coaching session with me, uh, but you have to leave a review. So, and I will really, really appreciate it. I'll look forward to seeing your beautiful reviews. This giveaway is going to run for a few months, so you have some time. But if you find value in this episode, please leave a review. And I look forward to hearing your takeaways of this podcast. I love you all, and we're going to jump right into it. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. I am here with Sammy. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me, Mary. I'm so good. I know that we talked about this before, but we're both Libras, and so we're feeling a lot of energetic shifts right now. So doing good, but also feeling like a sense of going from like one timeline into another timeline. And just for everyone out there as well, 
Um, this labor from Moln is like really highlighting things that are not serving you and also allowing us to kind of jump, almost like quantum jump into this higher timeline where we're more in our power, more kind of aligned, kind of shifting into a higher frequency and vibration. So me and Mary were talking about this a little bit. There's like a lot of ascension symptoms going on and it's a lot. It's a lot of energy going on right now. Yes. And thank you for bringing that in because that's going to be perfect. What we're going to be talking about today with alchemizing uh, and alchemizing energy. But I would love for the listeners to just get to know you a little bit. Um, Where are you from and where do you live now? Yes, I was actually born and raised in Los Angeles, and I live here now. I lived in Santa Barbara. I lived in New York. I used to love when I was younger to, like, travel and move all the time, kind of like a little gypsy, (laughs) which I've seen in my past life. So I've, like, seen myself as literally a gypsy, where I was, like, always, like, hopping from town to town doing, like, spiritual healing work. And so in this lifetime, I would see myself, like, oh, now I need to go here. I need to move here. So it's just funny also how past lives always manifest into the current reality. (laughs) So I'm in Los Angeles now, but I've lived a lot of different places. And I just feel like there's a lot of spiritual energy in California. It's like this very high frequency energy where there's been a lot of like history of magic and occult stuff that goes on here. And so when I'm here, I feel very in my like witchy spiritual power. Yes. And you really are a gypsy. Like I love watching your TikToks, your Instagram, like in your beautiful, like feminine clothes, like literally flowing, like you're not, but like you are like you're flowing. And I'm like, she is like that gypsy Cali energy. Like that looks good on you. (laughs) I love that you said that. I feel like in this lifetime, I'm very in touch with my feminine energy And do you feel that way too? Like, I feel like I've never been super into my masculine. So I feel very much like this life is also a learning experience for me to integrate the both because I can really flow into the feminine and just like stay in the feminine energy where I'm like flow, 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 flow. And then I also have to integrate the masculine of like, okay, work, 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 work too. (laughs) It's like, I have to learn to integrate some more masculine energies as well in this lifetime. Yeah, I love that because that's such a Libra thing too, balance. <laughs> oh my God, for the Libras out there, shout out. <laughs> There's a lot of Libras that listen to this. We love you guys. Um, could you actually talk a little bit on the masculine energy versus feminine energy so people who are like newer can like have that like reference point? Yeah, so feminine energy is when we're more in that flow. So feminine energy is very flowy, it's free-spirited, it's receptive, right? So when we're in feminine energy, we're open to just receiving things, receiving blessings, receiving abundance. We're kind of just like sitting there as like this open channel of like, okay, universe, bring everything to me, right? And when we're in that masculine energy, we're more go-getter, we're more, okay, I got to get up and do all this go, go, go energy. It's very much like I need to go out into the world and physically create things to bring in the blessings where feminine is more receptive I'm open to things kind of manifesting more spiritually. So I always say like, I feel like women and feminine energy is more spiritual by nature, which Mm -hmm. like men and masculine energy isn't naturally spiritual, but for them to tap into it takes a little bit more of work. Yes. Yes. I always say that exact same thing. And for everybody listening, like whether, you know, whatever you identify, you have both masculine and feminine energy, no matter what. So understanding what Sammy explained is a really, really uh, a powerful tool to recognize, okay, am I, do I need to be a little bit in my lean in my feminine energy 
oh, that flow, go with the flow or the masculine that, you know, workhorse, so to speak. But yeah, thank you. I love where this is already going, but I would love to hear a little bit about your story, what you do and how you got into all the literally incredible things that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, my story has been pretty crazy. There's a lot to it, but I'll kind of condense it for this episode. <laughs> but basically when I was younger, I always felt really weird and like, just like a misfit. Like I was always just very shy, very much to myself. Um, it was really hard for me to feel like I fit in with the world. And I always just felt extremely different than everyone. And when I was younger, I was always like so sensitive. So I'd like pick up energy extremely easily. And I never knew like what the fuck was going on. Right. And so it kind of led me to fall into drugs and alcohol, and I love to party and use substances and all that stuff to kind of like numb the psychic sort of intuitive feelings, right? Because what happens is when we're psychic and intuitive, we kind of want to shut it down until we understand what's going on. And so I'm sure you've experienced that at moments too, where you're kind of just like, whoa, this is way too much, right? And so it was hard for me to kind of know how to properly channel that intuitive psychic energy until I kind of went through like, I want to say, I always say this, I'm like, I went through like five awakenings. Like I went through like so many different awakenings in my life. Did that happen to you as well, Mary? I feel like people too always think it's like this one big spiritual awakening when really it's like these multiple awakenings in different parts of your life as well. So I went through all these different awakenings and I kind of realized that like to become the highest version of myself, the drinking, the partying, the drug use, that all had to stop, right? Like that needed to end. And it was very much like me kind of stepping into a space where I had to learn how to embrace myself and be comfortable with myself, not avoiding or running away from shit, right? So I was always just like kind of escaping into things to avoid dealing with the spiritual work and the trauma and all that stuff that I had to do. And for me, there was a lot of trauma in my younger years. There was, you know, I won't get into all of it (laughs) because it's a lot, but um, kind of just like any traumatic thing you can think of, I went through. And so that kind of forced me and pushed me to a space where I was like, I can't keep living in this, right? Like there was depression, there was anxiety I dealt with, there was eating disorders, there was, you know, cycles of abuse. And there was just like so much in my life that like I had to really understand that like until I change myself this is going to keep perpetuating right and so I had to kind of get out of the victim mindset as well and kind of go into that empowered space where I'm like I have the power right like I'm not like a victim to life or life circumstances and I want to say in like 2019 2020 I went through like probably my fifth or sixth like huge spiritual awakening where all my gifts just kind of like opened up. It was like the gates just opened and everything came to me and I was channeling and I was seeing spirits and, you know, we took that mediumship class together. So it was kind of like a sense of everything came to me at the time it needed to come to me, but I've always been intuitive, always been empathic. When I was younger, I would have past life visions. I would make like witchy potions. I would read books about witches. Like it's always been within me, but it kind of just like wasn't able to open because the trauma and the pain and the addiction and all the things that I kind of went through was like almost like physically stuck in my body, um, blocking my chakra points, right? So it's like, how can I open my third eye? How can I open my crown chakra if there's so much negative energy blocking me and like living within me, right? Yeah, wow. Thank you for sharing all that. There was so much golden nuggets in there to unpack and and to dive into. And thank you for 
really expressing and being all of who you are. And as you guys can already feel, Sammy is just incredible and Mm -hmm. so full of love. And I love what you mentioned about like numbing out, like wanting, not understanding the gifts. So you were turning to all those other things to almost numb it out, but it's, then you finally took the time to understand it. And, and that's got you to where you are in this path right now. Uh, I feel called to ask you, this was coming to me in my mind. I feel called to ask you if you feel, uh, whatever you'd like to share about maybe one of the most difficult challenges you overcame and how, how has your life changed since that? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh my God. I'm like, let me think there's been a million. (laughs) Yeah. I will say, I think one of the biggest challenges that I overcame was speaking up my truth. And so when I went through all this shit in my life, I would hide a lot of it. Like I was very much like naturally inclined to want to hide everything and not talk about it. And so when I would go through things, I would really keep it to myself. And that was like a huge healing process for me as well. It was like, oh, I've been through this shit. Now I'm going to talk about it because if I don't talk about it, how am I going to help anyone else who's been through similar experiences? So it's like, I would have these experiences, um, you know, toxic relationships, toxic friendships, really horrible cycles, trauma, all this stuff. And I would want to just like keep it within and be like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to revisit it. So a huge challenge for me was to realize that my power lies in speaking my truth and owning my story. And so for me to overcome that, where I just really, really wanted to like hold it all in. Like I wanted to literally keep it all to myself, not talk about it. You know, again, I was always extremely shy growing up and a lot of anxiety. So it was hard for me to like express myself. It's hard for me to talk about things and coming to a place where like I have a podcast as well, where I'm talking about things on Instagram, where I'm talking about things all over the place, TikTok. I'm like, wow, like younger me would literally be shocked to see that I'm at this place where I'm just so expressive. And, you know, I'm also a writer. I'm also a poet. So I write a lot about things I've been through and sort of alchemize those experiences into art. I alchemize those painful experiences into speaking my truth. I alchemize those experiences into really being open and vulnerable. I always say to people like power lies in the vulnerability. And that's when the power comes about. Because I think we have a misconception that power comes when we are like hiding things and like pretending like, oh, I'm nothing phases me. I'm this strong person. You know, nothing can get to me when really the power lies in being like, hey, this has happened to me and it really fucked me up. <laughs> or like, sorry, I don't know if we can cuss. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> like, um, this really hurt me and it really was painful to get through this experience. That's actually way more powerful than being like, this didn't phase me, that didn't phase me. And so I think the biggest, biggest challenge for me in this lifetime was coming to the space where I can share my story and not feel scared or like I'm weak or vulnerable because I've been through these things. Mm, that's so beautiful that really is and yeah I I was like hanging on ear to ear with that because I also really resonate a lot with that and I actually was reflecting on something similar towards that today but it's really beautiful to hear you recognize that you know the most the strongest individuals, the most impactful people are the ones who can be open, be vulnerable and say, yeah, Hey, this does hurt. 
And this is why, and I know I always now in my journey, I deeply resonate with people who are like, I went through X, Y, and Z and all this shit. And this is where I'm at now. And it's, it's so much more inspiring because you're like, wow, if they came from nothing and look at where they're at now, or they went through this and look at where they're at now. So your story really is so inspiring and so, so incredibly beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. And, um, so I wanted to talk about the alchemizing and the energy and alchemizing, like, how did you alchemize all that pain into your purpose? Uh, that's a good question, right? It's like easy to talk about how we got here. And then I'm like, wait, how did I get here? Um, <laughs> so it started with a lot of meditation, a lot of going within. Um, I always say to people, the biggest thing you have to do in order to alchemize everything to get to that gold, to get to that gold and happiness from the darkness is to go within. So it all starts from within. And I feel like I basically spent a couple years going within and just like not being around people a lot, really kind of going to the core of like, who the fuck am I outside of all these experiences, right? So I would say there's a lot of power too in separating yourself. So separating the self from the experiences. So maybe this happened to me and it was traumatic, but I'm not that said experience. I'm someone outside of that experience. Does that make sense? Like almost like separating who am I versus what have I been through and how can I actually just kind of like heal, push all that shit away, clear myself out and become this like new version of myself. So it was a lot of time alone. Um, so much time alone. It was a lot of time in meditation. I got attuned to Reiki. I got attuned to Holy Fire Reiki, Angelic Reiki, and that stuff really cracked me open <laughs> as Reiki does. Um, you know, I went through my attunements. I was seeing past lives. I was crying about past lives. I was crying about things from this life. I was remembering, you know, traumatic things that were suppressed. It was just like so much really came out of me in my Reiki attunements. And I always say, like, if I had never gotten attuned, I would never be where I am today. Um, because, you know, I'm sure you know this too, Mary, like it really does crack you open and kind of make you realize, oh shit, there's a lot of unhealed stuff within me, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, also when I learned the Akashic Records, which is past life healing, that like, whew, that changed so much for me because I realized how many patterns I was holding on from past lives. Because I'm, as many of us out there are, and you as well, Mary, we're very old souls. And so we hold on to a lot of past life trauma, karmic cycles and shit that like I just needed to clear out and get rid of. And when I started doing the spiritual metaphysical work, um, the physical blessings came in first. I mean, came in second. So I always tell people too, like you have to metaphysically heal and then things will physically heal as well, right? Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. It's, I love that because I think a lot of people think, okay, I'll think positive thoughts, whatever. And then like expect to be yeah. a millionaire or whatever. And like, even me myself right now, I'm going through that phase where I am knees deep in shadow work. And I'm like, okay, like when's things changing, like, come on in the physical reality, but also it's patience. But I, so I love that you mentioned that because I feel like we forget that at times, like I said, even me myself and 
yeah, hearing you get into Reiki, the Akashic Records, it was very similar for me where I was avoiding it also. So I'm curious if that was like similar for you. I was avoiding doing my Reiki attunement. I'm like, when I have more time, I will. And of course the universe made time and yeah, I can cracked everything wide open. So I'm curious if there has been any point in your life where you've been avoiding doing any of the work or even diving into like past life trauma. I love that you said that. Yes. So basically, the, yes, the pandemic basically forced me to do the spiritual work. So I was living in New York before and I was actually pursuing photography and videography. So I was really trying to become an artist. And in my artwork, um, people would always say like, you're so, you have this like dreamy spiritual quality to your work. It's really interesting, right? So it's like, there was always that spirituality. And I also got into transcendental meditation um, in New York right before the pandemic happened. So I learned meditation. I was learning tarot cards. I was kind of like on the path to it, but also really avoiding, really diving into it. So I like was reading tarot for people on the side. I would like go to school, whatever, have my side jobs, my side hustles. And then I'd also be like reading tarot cards for people just like on the side of something that like just came really naturally to me. And then I was also diving into meditation and I was kind of just in this phase where I was like, okay, I'm kind of walking the path, but I'm not really diving into the path, right? Like I wasn't like really ready to do a deep dive into everything. I was also still avoiding a lot of my trauma, dealing with my traumas, kind of just like pushing a lot of shit away. Um, but thinking like, oh, I'm this spiritual tarot card reader who's like, you know, helping people on their path, not realizing that I hadn't even healed so much of my own shit. Yeah. And- <laughs> And when the pandemic happened, um, I was forced to leave New York because it was just like my rent was expensive. I was in this tiny space. I was like, I need to go back to California. I just had that feeling. I was like, I need to go back to LA. And so I moved back to LA. And when I was in LA, I was alone a lot, obviously the pandemic. And that's when like spirit literally forced me to go into everything. I was having dreams of past lives. I was having moments where I was like uncontrollably crying. Like there's so much that was coming into me. And I was basically like, okay, literally, I don't know why. I just feel like now is the time I have to really step into my path and walk it now. And it was almost like I was like forced into it. Like I was literally in my mind before 2020 thinking I'm going to become a photographer. Like that's what I want to do. And everything just, again, got cracked open. So yes, there was a lot of avoiding it. Um, I also remember being younger and like having these moments where I'd want to learn things, want to learn meditation, want to learn this, want to go to yoga classes. And I'd be like, maybe I'll just drink and party instead. (laughs) So there was a lot of, yes, there was a lot of feeling like divinely forced into the work that I'm doing. Um, I always say to people, like, I don't feel like I chose it. I feel like it chose me. And when I was younger, I would always say to, I always knew I wanted to help people. Um, There's actually a point when I wanted to also be like a counselor for like addiction treatment Um, because I struggled with it and I had a lot of friends and romantic partners who also struggled with addiction so there's a point when I wanted to do that and there's just like all these things where I knew I had to help people and that if I didn't help people like there is no point for me to like be here and that sounds dramatic but like I just remember being like even 18 19 telling people like if I don't help people I feel like there's no reason for me to like be here like that's my purpose Mm. just because you know your purpose doesn't mean you're gonna walk it for like years to come right 
Wow. Oh my God. That's so powerful. Just because you know your purpose doesn't mean you're going to walk walk it because I believe, and if you're listening to this and maybe you are like, what is my purpose? We all know our purpose. Like we all know it and we're all growing into it. And so to hear you say like your purpose is like, you're basically, if if healing, if helping people is your purpose, you're, you don't want to do anything else, but it doesn't mean that we are actually going to do it. So I, I, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. And it also, you know, it takes time because there's lessons that have to come. Right. I think about when I was 19, wanted to help people. How was I going to help people when I wasn't even, you know, I hadn't gone through so much shit that I actually had to go through to get to the space where I really can help people. So it's like knowing that like the timing of things is always very much divinely guided to So sometimes we're just not quite ready to walk the purpose because maybe there's things we have to learn. Maybe there's shit we have to go through, but also there's always a point when you just know like, this is it, like it's time, <laughs> like the time is now, right? Like they'll come that point when you're basically like pushed into it, cosmically forced into your purpose. And that's always a crazy time as well too. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said like divinely forced, cosmically forced. I'm like, yeah, yep. <laughs> it's like literally like, I don't know if you know the tarot. You do, right? You know the tarot? Not too much to be honest, no. It's okay for people who do know it, like the tower card. It's basically this card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the tower. I know the tower card. <laughs> that was like, yeah, I know the tower card. Um, everything kind of like falls down out of this tower because it needs to go before you can rebuild yourself back up, which is also goes with alchemy and alchemizing your pain. Um, you know, you kind of have to get broken down, cracked open before all the beauty comes. And that's just how I feel like it always happens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And looking back all of the pain that you have gone through and you've alchemized it, what have you really, really experienced since, since doing all this healing work on yourself? That's such a good question. Um, I've experienced happiness. I've experienced good luck and amazing opportunities. I've experienced, you know, better friendships. I've experienced better romantic relationships. I've experienced literally everything changing. And like I said, I struggled with really bad anxiety and depression when I was younger. So it was like, there was times it was hard for me to even get out of bed. You know, there was times it was hard for me to do anything because I was just so low energetically and I didn't realize what it was. So it's like, I would go to doctors or whatever and explain my anxiety and explain my depression and they'd put me on medication. And, you know, there was a time when I was living in New York and I was on anxiety medication for like two years and it really numbed me out. And I didn't like that because I still wasn't realizing that like, it's not about numbing yourself. It's not about escaping. It's not about any of that. It's really about embracing how you're feeling and learning how to deal with it. So since doing all the spiritual healing, you know, just amazing blessings, money coming to me, you know, my purpose coming to me, better relationships, just like literally Mary, like (laughs) everything, every aspect of my life got so much better. My anxiety, you know, I still have it because it's like sometimes that's just like human nature for us to feel anxious and to feel things. Right. So I still have time to time but I know how to deal with it mm-hmm. um we're so bad that I literally like feel like I had to go to the hospital because I couldn't breathe mm-hmm. a lot of that went away when I was energy doing energy healing and meditation and Reiki and all that stuff because I was like oh fuck it's actually just all my trauma like built up in my body that's like physically manifesting from the spiritual stuff right yeah a hundred percent 
And I like how you, I really appreciate you mentioning that you still go through this stuff. You still go through the anxiety, but you have the tools to be able to handle it because yeah, we are these spiritual woo woo <laughs> peace and love beings, but we still got shit too. <laughs> People have a perception that like, we're just like going through life, like perfect. I'm like, Oh no. Like I have days where I'm still breaking down crying. You know, I still have times where it's like, Oh fuck. Like I still have to heal a lot more shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, I thought you dealt with that. And I'm like, no, it's creepy back up that's okay that's part of the process because we're still human beings and we're still living out this human experience you know yeah uh, yeah a hundred percent and what would you share to somebody listening to this because I keep seeing and I feel like I'm gonna throw this out there manifest the people listening to this I feel like they're on the edge of something like they're on the edge of a breakthrough I keep seeing somebody standing like what would you like share with them to just help them take that leap of faith and go get to the other, take that jump, not being afraid of falling. (laughs) I would say that on the other end of fear and the other end of a breakthrough is like so much beauty. And so almost like on the other side of all that fear and like, what's going to happen if I make that jump, what's going to happen if I leave that job, what's going to happen if I leave that relationship, what's going to happen if I, you know, go follow my purpose, what's going to happen if I do this, that, and the other, that is where the magic lies. It's kind of like crossing the threshold and going into the unknown is where there's so much magic and so much beauty, right? And that's also where you're going to find and learn so much about yourself. That's like where the gold lies is in the unknown. Mm, I have so many chills right now. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> But it's scary, you know, and I'm not going to pretend like it's always um, easy, right? So it's like, even when you walk the path and walk your purpose, there's always going to be shit that comes up. There's going to be karmic tests. You know, even recently, I had someone from the past reach out to me and a big part of me was like, ooh, this person was so comfortable in my life. Do I want to go back? And I was like, no, you don't want to go back. You want to keep fucking moving forward. And so it's like, even now where I'm at, where I feel like I'm, you know, living out so many amazing things, there's still going to be those tests. There's still going to be things that come in that I'm like, Ooh, you know, what am I going to do in this situation? But it's like, you have to keep pushing forward, always just keep going forward and not looking back. Mm, I love that. And that prompted this question. I want to ask you because you're a Libra and we have so much compassion for love and compassion for literally everyone and so with that person coming in and you're you know you're like you know what they they're not on my vibe they don't align I want to keep moving forward how do you work through that with being being such a loving compassionate person as I personally know you are oh thank you um oh my god that's an amazing question actually that gave me chills um yeah, because when I was younger, and I'm sure a lot of leavers out there tell this too, I was such a people pleaser. Um, like literally, I was such a fucking people pleaser. I was like, I was literally like the epitome of a doormat. I was just like, treat me however, and I'll still stick around, you know. Um, <laughs> yep. I was just so Libra. Um, but the way that I deal with it is I have to really go within and see if someone is adding to my life or if they're draining me energetically. And so when I realize that someone's like more of an energy vampire than they are of someone who's uplifting me, that's when I kind of just know that like within myself, my self-worth, I have to let this person go. And so it's kind of like, I always ask people or ask myself, is this person adding to my life or are they actually taking away? 
And if they're not adding, there's really no reason for them to be there. And it's hard, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Like even in that moment, I was like about to reply. <laughs> like I was like, you know, like thinking of a text to say. And I was like, no, Sammy, no, no, no. We learned from this lesson. This person treated you like shit. Like you cannot go back. You can't go back. And so I think it really comes from that power. I'm being shown right now, like the solar plexus. Um, I was seeing like light, like come out of that space where it's like really knowing your self-worth um, when you know yourself and you know how amazing and beautiful you are and that's to everyone out there who's listening because you are amazing and beautiful and so worth it um, and when you tap into that gold of like self-worth and self-confidence it's so much easier to say no to things that don't make you feel good right mm. I know as a Libra um, we really feel for people like we can make a million excuses for maybe why did someone treat me like that and then we're like they were just going through it or they were this or they were that and it's like it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter there's no no more excuses it's not aligned and we need to let it go so it's really about power it's about stepping into your power and knowing your self-worth that's how you kind of let those people go that's so (laughs) what's that it takes a while to get there though. It's not like an overnight shift into like, oh, I'm not going to let these people in, right? It's like a longer process than that. It does. But I love how simple you put it because it can be simple of, okay, does this person add value to my life or are they taking? Mm-hmm. And you know, is it, is it too much tug and pull one way? Like how can we come together? But again, that's the labor where we're always overthinking everything. And <laughs> I can literally be in my head for like a whole day. Like, oh my god I love that and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this will resonate because we just are deep like you said at the very beginning old souls we have so much wisdom we just know things and we don't even know why we know it we're like oh yeah do it this way it's gonna work out (laughs) and you don't know why you know so um, now I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but, uh, I would love to wrap it up in, in a little, in a few moments. Uh, so right now I'm just for everybody listening and loving your energy and wanting to vibe with you, where can they find you work with you all the things? Yeah. So I would say the main thing is Instagram. So go to my Instagram, Samantha of the eighth house, which by the way, for people who don't know the eighth house is an astrology placement. So I have three placements in the eighth house, which is actually the house of death, rebirth, transformation. It's ruled by Scorpio. It rules occult knowledge. It rules psychic energy information. So like when I was younger, sorry, not to get too into astrology, but because um, I, I, I actually don't know, I don't know this either. So I love it. It's like, what's the eighth house shit? Um, but when I was younger, I was really into astrology. I found it at like 13 or 14. And I was like, why the fuck am I like this? Like, why am I so, what's this depth? What are these emotions? Why am I so up and down? Why do I feel everything? My family was always like, you're the most dramatic person we've ever met. Cause they would just, <laughs> they literally tell me that. Cause they'd be like, your emotions are just so crazy. And when I found out that my moon was in the eighth house, it explained everything to me. So it's like this very much like a moment of like realizing, like knowing yourself is the precursor to everything else good that's going to come into your life. So even though I was only like 13, 14, I found this like nugget of wisdom and knowledge where I was like, oh shit, this is why I am the way that I am. And it really brought me a lot of clarity. And so that's why my name is of the eighth house. Cause it's like this thing, it's like this ancient thing that I found when I was younger that like really helped me understand myself. So that's why just a little wisdom to share with you guys um but and so instagram and tiktok as well the eighth house moon 
Um, you can find just like more of my vibe, see if you guys vibe with me and I'll have all my offerings there as well. And yeah. Yeah, I'll make sure that's all linked in the show notes. And if you're like me right now, I literally feel like I'm listening to myself talk. <laughs> just resonating with so much with what you with what you share and say. So if you're resonating, definitely uh, check out Sammy's stuff. And I love your TikToks. And thank you. Oh, so one thing is, I also do have a podcast as well. Sorry. Yeah forgot to throw that in and so again going back um really important for me in this lifetime to speak my truth and so having a podcast where we do dive into like ancient wisdom spiritual knowledge making it very not so much love and light but like okay let's go into the darkness and go into the depth and bring that out and that's really important for me too as well as like speaking up and speaking my truth in this lifetime yes her podcast is called not your typical spiritual bullshit (laughs) so definitely check that out because it's it's I love that I love that you're like let's not all talk about like peace and love like let's talk about the dark stuff (laughs) guys that's how we find the light exactly exactly now the final question which I ask every true vibe guest uh, obviously you understand energy and true vibe are all about understanding who we are on a vibrational level, the energy we want to give to ourselves and then the energy we want others to feel from us. What is your true vibe? Ooh, that's a really good question. Oh my gosh. My mind is like, there's so many things. <laughs> I feel like my true vibe is just helping people get into their empowered self I feel like my true vibe is to live our life authentically. So I love that, you know, your, your whole name, true vibe. I just love the aspect of authenticity because I think that so many of us struggle to just be our fucking weird selves. You know, like I, when I was younger, I would never talk about all my weird interests and in the occult and astrology and all this stuff. It was very much like, let me keep this all hidden because it's weird as fuck, right? Like it's fucking weird to most people. And so I also believe in just being your weird, authentic, witchy, spiritual self and not hiding it. And that's really what I feel like my true vibe is like, yeah, weird and we're gonna talk about it (laughs) yes yes I love that oh that's so beautiful and and you are like you are this like weird witchy like amazing person like it's it's like you can see all the different parts of yourself like I this is just me like watching you on social media it's like you can see all the different parts and it's just so beautiful because it's like yes like we can be all these weird parts and embrace it so I love that and thank you for being that light for people to who are listening and being like you know what yeah today i'm going to be a little extra weird and be, and be a little extra of myself so thank you for shedding that light on that thank you so much and thank you so much for having me on i really appreciate it and it's been so much fun talking to you today as well yes yes it's been so much fun you know i love my fellow libras <laughs> thank you. i'm like it's funny that you said that because i was like sometimes when you talk i feel like i'm hearing myself talk yes we just get each other you know what (laughs) but everybody listening thank you so much also for spending your precious time with us uh i hope you took some value out of this conversation if you did definitely uh tag me and sammy on instagram both our instagrams will be linked in the show notes and let us know any takeaways that you had or how you enjoyed both our weirdness together. (laughs) I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, TrueVibeWellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy.